Welcome back to the From the Porch Swing podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Nathan. And I am very excited for today's podcast episode because if you tuned in to our last episode, you will know that I love the Christmas season. And today we are starting off a little mini Christmas series for you guys with today's topic being a more purposeful Christmas. How many Christmas episodes are we doing this year? Um, one, two, three, I believe. Ooh, that's so. the most we've done of any topic so far. Yeah. And then we will, just so you guys can plan ahead, our plan is to not release one on Christmas Day. Since we release on Mondays, Christmas is on a Monday, we don't want to pull you guys away from family. And if you're really that upset with it, just let us know now. Deal with it. <laughs> Too bad. I don't care. We're going to be with our family. I mean, I'm planning on being with my family. Yeah. I think you're one of them. Probably. I'll, I might be with mine. Okay. But maybe I'll see you there. Okay. Same. Who knows? Maybe I'll hang out outside by myself. Well, that'd be awfully sad. Oh, I want it that way. What if Emma goes, Daddy, I miss you? I'll say, little girl, I can't say no or hurt to in any way, so I won't. So you come back in? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we're clear on that. All right. Do you want to lead us in Oh, why not? Why not? Do you know what our title of our episode is? I do. Have you said it yet? No. Well, then do that. Today's topic, or the title of today's episode is A More Purposeful Christmas. Beautiful. All right, let's pray. Lord God, I thank you for tonight. Lord, as we talk about this topic of Christmas and what it means to us and what it should mean or what would be most honoring to you, help us to be... Uh, a benefit, beneficial conversation, help us to honor you in it, um, but also for this Christmas season, whatever the traditions are, whatever families do, help us to remember that this is um, a good time for us to not only get closer to you, but closer to our family as well. So, Lord, just bless this time. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. So I'm going to tell you guys something, and I'm going to tell you who my all-time, all-time favorite singer is are you ready for it no it's too exciting maybe you'll maybe you're too new into maybe you're younger than me and you're like who in the world is this but maybe you're older and you're like girl i like you <laughs> but my favorite is randy travis oh girl <laughs> he just has the most perfect voice <laughs> wow it just it, it it's true he just makes me melt whenever he sings. You and know who sounds nothing like Randy Travis? You? Me. <laughs> well, I didn't marry you for your voice. Well, good, because otherwise you'd be really disappointed. Yeah, so I I love Randy Travis. And he has a Christmas album, if you didn't know that. And if you didn't, you should look it up, because he's got some really great songs on there. And one of them ties in perfectly with our episode today, because I feel like when we think of a more purposeful Christmas, we don't really live in a time, we live very modern, so it's not a lot of purpose in our Christmas. It's very commercial-based. So we think of more Christmases of past, and he has a song titled Old Time Christmas. <gasps> I'm not going to sing it for you, oh, because I will not come do it on, justice. You get your voice down 16 octaves. I thought about playing it, but that would just be terrible audio. And we might get sued. 
by whatever record company released that. So I will, though, read you four lines of it. It's the chorus. And then go listen to it. Pause, Mm. listen, come back. And maybe it'll make a little bit more sense to you. But it says, it's an old-time Christmas, family and friends round the tree. It's an old-time Christmas, like the ones in my memory. Which is a great segue (laughs) into what we want to talk about first, which is our Christmas memories. Oh, can I derail our segue? Sure. Did you know that album has... I think my favorite rendition of God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. He does a great job at it. That's a good one. He does a good one at that. Yeah. I tried to say it earlier, but you just kept talking. Well, I love Randy <laughs> Travis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get back on the tracks. So, Christmas. Hey. Christmas is my favorite time of year. And maybe I was thinking about this, like the memories I wanted to share. Um, with you guys that maybe all of these memories is why I love Christmas so much but I it's not that I I mean I do love the Christmas traditions that we have like with our kids and and stuff but there are just those memories that just kind of stick with you so Nathan do you want to share any Christmas memories first or do you want me to I think I will because I feel like mine are going to be a little more disappointing than yours. Okay. Uh, and that's not to say that my family had bad Christmases because I always enjoyed Christmas time. Uh, it might be a, f- a comment on my own memory, but there are some things that I do remember. What are they? Sugar, sugar cookies. And your dad does not like them frosted. Correct. Uh, me and my mom specifically would decorate our real tree, not fake, our real tree to the um, Chipmunks Christmas album. That was a tradition for a few years. Just you and your mom? I think so. I think my brothers are too old and my dad was at work or something, so I would just be me and her. So I thought that was fun. And then, you know, whatever. There's, there's, <laughs> I'm sure there's other ones too. We do the uh, open one present at a time tradition instead of everybody, oh, look, there's a tree with presents. Let's all jump on it and open it up randomly. No, it's one at a time. So we all get to see what you got from who, say your thanks, then move on to the next person. I'm sure there's other ones, but I can't really think of them at the moment. Okay, well, I have a lot. (laughs) Okay, that's why I wanted to go first. So Christmas has always been a pretty big deal with my family. And I'm not just talking like my parents and my sisters. I'm talking like my whole family. Um, So unlike Nathan, his family is spread out throughout the entire country. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My family is not. (laughs) My family is the exact opposite. So, I mean, I do currently have three cousins that one lives several states away. She lives over on the East Coast. I have another cousin who lives 45 minutes away and one cousin like two hours away. But literally everybody else, my aunts, cousins, and then like great aunts and second cousin, like all within like a 30 mile radius and my most immediate so like my first my, my aunts my first cousins all are in like a 10 mile radius and it's still that way today like I grew up with my cousins being like my best friends like we did everything together um so Christmas was a huge deal so like if just thinking about like my immediate family so my mom my sisters like we had Christmas breakfast. My mom is not a breakfast person, but on Christmas morning, she'd go all out. Bacon, sausage, the hash browns, the eggs, the Swedish pancakes. So the smell of bacon immediately takes me to Christmas Day. 
And then beyond that, we would gather every year on Christmas Day with my grandma, my family, my mom's brothers, and all of their kids. And it was a it was a lot of fun, you guys. So we would have my grandma would do like Christmas plays. So all of us cousins would put together like a Christmas play for all of the parents. My grandpa was a huge Redskins fan. So every year we would get like a Redskins like gift, whether it was like a jersey or a blanket or some something to do with Redskins, we got it for Christmas. And we always had a... They're not the Redskins anymore. Well, you know what? For the podcast, they are. Okay. <laughs> This was the 90s, everybody. It was the 90s. One year, um, all of us cousins had chicken pox at the exact same time. So that was fun. <laughs> and we made it, I don't know, we had sleeping bags all over the living room floor of my aunt's house. And we all just enjoyed chicken pox together. Um, we <laughs> always had a, a cousin Christmas gift exchange. So every year we'd draw names and we'd buy a gift for um, our cousin bingo was a huge thing we'd always play bingo my grandma would have um envelopes with either like a dollar bill in it or like the scratch off lottery tickets and we'd play like multiple rounds you got to steal other people's envelopes nathan was a part of how many you you did a couple of them Mm -hmm. yeah i'd say two Um, or three yeah one year my great grandma when she was still alive she had like she had at least like five or six envelopes and no one wanted to steal from great grandma Another year, my sister actually won $1,000 off of a scratch-off ticket. Mm. I've never been more jealous. (laughs) So we had a lot of fun traditions growing up, and it was something we all looked forward to. We always went. There were a couple of years that, you know, a different, like, relative, like, aunt or uncle, aunt and uncle, would host. But most of the time, it was the same aunt and uncle because they had just the bigger open concept um, gathering space for the amount of people that we had. But, yeah, I love Christmas. And our traditions with them. I'm trying to think how many years in a row we did it because you were ma- we were married. Sure, maybe. Because I know for sure the the day we got engaged, we had my family Christmas. Okay. And I can't remember how many more after that. So I would say about 20 years of Christmas gatherings, and then cousins got married and had kids. So I think the last one we did was the year Daniel was born, so 2017. Ooh, that's quite a few years ago. But as you guys can tell, I loved. <laughs> I had wonderful. I have wonderful memories of of my Christmas childhood. I had wonderful. I'm not Christmases. Saying, I just don't remember that. <laughs> but like, if I mean, we also with my whole family and immediate family, like we did the and still do the one open one present at a time. We never like attacked the Christmas tree. But yeah, I just have a lot of really fond memories of like childhood Christmas and that's good I think that's what it's for yeah or that's part of the intention and now we live in a day and age because like I mean maybe it was being a kid and you didn't notice the hustle and bustle but like I mean I remember like going Christmas shopping remember Toys R Us like my my mom you don't of course I remember. <laughs> like my mom, my grandma would take us there and we got to like, you know, show them what we wanted, you know, go visit Santa, drive around the Christmas lights. So like we had those out of the house, like traditions and stuff, but I don't remember a lot of like hustle and bustle. Mm. Maybe that's just like the kid. You don't notice all of that. Probably not. You're filled with wonder about all the decorations and all the toys and all the stuff. So you don't remember, you don't see all the stress. Yeah, maybe. And now as a parent... I, 
Guys, I'm so anti the norm. I'm, I'm very unnormal, not normal, abnormal. That's what I am. I am abnormal. <laughs> Took me a few words to get to that one. But um, I've never felt stressed in the holidays. I, I don't know. Have, have, mm. do you, have you felt stressed in the no, holidays? No, but I rarely feel stressed at anything. So maybe maybe we are just abnormal people. I think people. so. We're not. We're not. Yeah, <laughs> the average American is not us. Because the average American hustles and bustles, and you're you're constantly busy. Yeah, and it's not that we don't think that you shouldn't be, or that pe- people aren't. Like you know, you hear all those statistics of people being very depressed during the holidays. I'm sure you and I have never felt that, but that doesn't mean people aren't dealing with that. Yeah. So yeah, we probably maybe we are. Abnormal. Maybe. But I feel like while it's fun to go Christmas shopping and to do those things throughout the year, like I feel like the hustle and bustle, at least in today's society, because I obviously don't remember it in our childhood, um, overpowers what Christmas is really all about. And we're going to, in a couple weeks, folks, we'll talk about the real meaning of Christmas. But if we're just talking about Christmas in general, the buying gifts and things. Like, I feel like people are too stressed and too busy to really enjoy even simple Christmas shopping. Mm. I feel you are correct. (laughs) Sorry, I I didn't catch your cue there. Like, I feel like people are stressed about buying gifts for other people. Mm -hmm. Or about all the office parties or Christmas parties or family gatherings. Like, I feel like people either fill their schedules or get overwhelmed and we don't... They don't, not me, <laughs> don't enjoy the holiday season. Right. Yeah. Good. You're, if your schedule and your stress level are so packed, you're not going to enjoy anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, I, it, it's the stress of your time off needs to be perfect and you need to get the right gift or at least a gift. Crowds are annoying. Prices are high. All these different things just kind of add on to your level of comfort and contentment, which is not good to begin with. And, uh, yeah, it, it can turn into a nightmare for most people. And I think a lot of people, at least I've, I've been under the impression that a lot of people either have so much to get their kids, like they get them everything, mm. they have to buy everything. A present for everybody, and it yeah, has to do. be a really good present. Sure does. Or you just have to buy a gift to buy a gift, and you right. have put no thought into it. Correct. And then what's <laughs> what, what's the point in giving a gift if it's going to be filled with? I don't know. Not it's not filled with your heart. You're not giving a gift from the heart. You didn't put time and thought into it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, well, I was listening to a podcast. Surprise. Um, and I'm not going to tell you which one it is because I don't know if I'll remember perfectly, but it was about uh, money wasting during Christmas season. And um, the thought process, other than like spending money on yourself or paying over prices for stuff that is normally cheaper, but during the Christmas season, stores, you know, hike up the prices. Uh, but the fact that you, since you have to buy something for every person in your life, usually that thing that you buy is a nice gesture, but it's not really anything that that person really wants or desires, but they'll keep it anyway because, you know, it was a gift. Mm-hmm. And they may even use it, but they wouldn't have ever bought it for themselves or whatever. Um, and basically the point was, that's basically wasting money. 
you're spending overpriced on overpriced items that is nice for people, but they wouldn't ever really use it. So is it better to buy something kind of expensive for this person uh, to get them this gift? Or is it better to either spend less money or no money and make something more thoughtful for that person? I go the thoughtful route. You would think that would be it. Uh, But that usually costs more time and effort. It doesn't usually cost more money, but it costs those first two things. And that's some things that people don't really want to sacrifice. Thought process, time, effort. I'd rather not do that. I'll I'll just buy you this popcorn tin. (laughs) (laughs) But what's funny is my mom had one of those popcorn tins, and I still have it. Right. No, I so mean, those are kind of great, but the, I get the, the idea. I just, you, you know, you, you can find pleasure in the simple things too, you like can. popcorn, cheesy popcorn. I love that. But I think <laughs> sorry, so to maybe I shouldn't have said popcorn tin. <laughs> but to go off of what you were saying, like I feel like there are ways and things that we could implement that could get us more time and more thought into buying those gifts. I think. Some of it, because, I mean, I've done it in the past where you start Christmas shopping several months in advance, and, like, that helps with your budget. You just slowly start buying stuff, like, as you see something or think about something, because then you're not stressed at the end. Maybe you catch a really good deal. Um, You have more time to think about it, budget. Like, so if you need to for your mental health, your financial, you know, situation, like, Maybe go, like, I wouldn't go a full year. I know some people who are like, well, Christmas is over. Let's start shopping for next year. Like, if you have kids, like, they're probably going to outgrow that interest or something in, like, a year. So maybe, like, four to six months you could start shopping for things um, that you know they either will need or that will want or that they'll like and just start having it, like, stashed away. Don't hide it too well so then you don't become, like, Clark Griswold and, like, find old presents in your attic that are covered in dust. Does that happen in the movie? You don't remember? I don't remember that part. Oh, my. We're going to have to watch it. Well, I mean, just because you don't buy things at the beginning of the year, that doesn't mean you can't save money. Yeah, that too. Yeah, you can just put money away. And I'm sure, like, go on Pinterest. I'm sure there's plenty of different, like, um, budgets and like, I'm trying to, what is the word? Different like ways that you can like save this much every week or, you know, whatever to like make that an yeah. easier thing. I remember a long time ago, I don't know, maybe they still have them. Like they had like Christmas CDs where at like the bank where my mom would actually put money away into the CD at the bank. And then she'd like withdraw it at, at the holiday season. Hmm. Sure. If you trust banks. Well, Maybe I don't know. What's the what's what does Ron Swanson think of banks? I don't remember the quote, but he know he doesn't like it. Banks are Ponzi schemes run by idiots. <laughs> oh, Ron Swanson! Uh, it's so funny because modern mega banks—that's absolutely true. Yeah. In my opinion, this is in my opinion. Everybody, don't take my word it is law. Don't turn us in. Yeah, don't turn us in to the authorities because I don't like big banks. So to have a more purposeful Christmas and to avoid, like, the hustle and bustle, we've kind of said this. Nathan actually titled one of our episodes this, and we need to slow down. Slow it down. Slow it down. Slow down the Christmas season. Obviously. Turn that run into a walk. Yeah. We obviously can't literally slow down time, but we can slow down our schedules. Mm. (laughs) Like, not overpack it would be, like, a great thing to do. And that's hard to do. 
Yeah. For some people. But we'll get into that. Yeah. Make, this is what Nathan was saying, that some people are like, I don't want to do time and I don't want to do effort. But you can do homemade gifts. And they don't have to be those cheesy homemade gifts. Like you could actually put thought and effort into it and make like really good gifts that they would actually use. Instead of just, nope, I got to get my dad a gift. So I have to just run to the store and find the thing that I think he'll like the most. Or fill in the blank for whoever you do that for. Yeah. Uh, you know who's doing a very good job on the TV about this kind of idea? I don't watch TV. Well, I, I've only seen a few commercials. Um, Etsy is doing some really good commercials with that, where they're like, what do I get this person? Should I just get the, this random thing? And then you can see like the thought process. And then they get them some weirdo gift that was handmade by somebody. And it was perfect because it fits that person. Yeah, so you don't even have to make it yourself. No, no, no. You don't support a small business on sure. Etsy. Or you can buy stuff wherever. It's just, you know, yeah, actually put some thought into it. You know what I mean? I, I do. And if you have the talent to make something, you can. Then you can do that too. And if not, there are Yeah, not everybody's a seamstress. No. Or a carpenter. <laughs> or a blacksmith. But I would rather this is just me, you guys. I would rather support a small shop like a mom or a grandma or even I mean there's men that have small shops that like actually get excited for an order because you're helping support an actual family versus a chain like a department store you're so anti-business but I'm supporting a business (laughs) I know I'm just just (laughs) Just a small business so the whole like um you know the Saturday after Thanksgiving is you know uh Oh, shoot. Small Shop Saturday or something like that. Like uh, shop- How many of these days are they going to make? This one's been around for a little while. Like, you shop small on that uh, Saturday. So, like, your hometown. What's or- Sunday? I don't know. Stay-at-home Sunday? Maybe. <laughs> but, back to the point. I'm just saying. Either make a homemade gift yourself or buy a homemade gift from a small shop. Or support a local business. Yeah. And don't just buy to buy. Yeah. Think about it. And if you have a lot of people to buy for, like, well, I shouldn't say that. Like, let's say there are a lot of people. Do, like, a Secret Santa or, a, like, an exchange names like I did as a kid. Like, have the whole group just buy for each of you, just buy for one person. Everybody still gets a gift, but everybody's pocketbook and brain space is more freed up. Yeah, I agree. Slow it down. Don't make it so big. Yeah. Make and the, the next one that we can do is make time to actually make the memories. There you, you go. Don't be so busy that you don't have time to do the memories. Mm-hmm. This year, for example, we are um are doing a different like advent thing. So like every day the kids are gonna open an envelope and it's gonna give us a different like holiday activity to do together. Whether it's make Christmas ornaments, maybe either make the stockings, hang up the stockings, um, do popcorn garland, go sledding and build a snowman if we have snow, make Christmas cookies, like handmade gifts, like you, or not handmade gifts, um, handwritten cards, like actually have kids like write out cards and mail them to like different friends or family, like do those little things. You know who loves handmade cards? Every woman, like probably over the age of 50. I was going to say the exact same thing. (laughs) Absolutely. So if you know any ladies in your life that are over 50 years old, whether it's a family member or not, a card is going to make them cry. And if, in a good way. Yeah. And I think to 
to do that. Like another thing that we're, we're going to do. So hopefully none of you are listening to this episode right now. Just don't say specific names. I was just gonna, It was a general term. Okay. So like there are a lot of widows in our community, in our church community, that adore our children. And I'm <laughs> I not, don't blame them. <laughs> like they just come right out and tell you that. Um, so like... Being able to like make them a Christmas card, or last year um, we took some of the widows and widowers um, in our church little um, Christmas they make Christmas card and like a dry ingredients for like Christmas cookies, and those people were over the moon. What do you mean by those people? The people we gave them to. I know the widows and the widowers. <laughs> like I don't want to say their actual names. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> but yeah, they were so excited to not to one to have a friendly face on the other side of the door that they weren't expecting. Mm. Like, I remember one particular lady, she was like, what are you doing here? I'm like, we have a gift for you. And then she, you know, the tears well up and she gets all emotional. And yeah, Mm. it just, it makes you good to know that you just like literally made that person's day. Yeah. Month even. And it makes your kids realize like how special they can make somebody feel. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not like that it took a lot of effort either. It didn't. I mean, we ended up, like, we drove and hand-delivered it to them. So maybe a 30 minutes by the time you got to each house and they talked to you for a few minutes. Like, it didn't take a lot of time. Nope. And they loved it. And it was a great thing to do and, like, have your kids actually, you know, participate. And if your kids are, like, older, have them actually, like, write a nice message because it's working on, like, their education as well. Work mm-hmm. on that handwriting. Yeah. How do you write a complete sentence? <laughs> yeah, and if your child is a teenager, tell them to get off their phones and write something on paper again. Remember paper? I do. Our kids were fighting over it tonight. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> we're not teen. Never mind. But yeah, they're like, I don't care if your kid is like two. You do the writing. Let them color. People will still love it, whether it's grandma, aunt, widow. It doesn't matter. If they're a teenager, make them do it. Like it does. Like all ages, they can participate. You participate too. Like have your list of who you want to send it to, and everybody just participate in putting it all together. Hmm. Maybe you need to start new traditions. Yeah. Maybe you have none. Maybe you have none. <laughs> or you have traditions that you did as a kid that you're like, yeah, why don't we do that anymore? Start doing it. Start doing it. Like you, because all of the things like that I was listing at the beginning of this episode that I look back on in my childhood, we want our kids in like 20, 30, 40 years to look back and be like, I loved Christmas. Yeah. And traditions don't necessarily have to be these huge things. Sometimes you look back as a kid, from as an adult to your kid years and be like, we did this every year. It was so, it was this little thing. I don't know why we did it, but we just did it. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Like, that's usually how it goes. No one really knows why we do the tra- Each family unit does their own traditions. But, yeah, start some up if you don't have any. Or maybe you already have some and you don't realize it. Yeah. A cu- but a couple, just keep doing them every year. I mean, a couple of ours are on um, Friday nights we wear our Christmas jammies. I mean, you guys already know this. We have our Friday night movies. But in the holiday season, we wear our Christmas jammies and we watch a Christmas movie. And we fall asleep under the Christmas tree. We also, once a year, um, we never go to this particular town, like hardly ever, except for in the Christmas season. We go to our mall, which is like 45 to an hour away. We get a Cinnabon cinnamon rolls 
and then we drive through the Christmas lights. It is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember doing something similar, but we either would get McDonald's fries or Taco Bell's cinnamon twists, and we'd drive through the same lights. Now we just do the Cinnabons and drive through the lights, and the kids love it. Yep. I mean, if, if they don't fall asleep. Yeah, we've had. I mean, there's been years, you guys. We have still some of them are pretty little, um, where yeah, you're you're just like waiting for your car to get to the beginning of the light show, and they're falling asleep. You're like, wake up! Yeah, you're missing the good stuff. And then they wake up and you're like, yeah, you just missed all the Christmas lights. It's free though, so we don't have to worry it about is. it. It is. It is free. Um, but yeah, start traditions, do traditions, figure out that you actually have traditions maybe. Um, do an advent. Like maybe it's, there's there's so many advents. There's, there's, yeah. there's the traditional, you know, with the candles and the Bible reading. Maybe there's, I don't know, what, I'm trying to think of other advents. There's, you know, the countdown to Christmas stuff. Do you think You're looking at me? Yes. Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of them. Just just come up with something to count down to Christmas with. Maybe incorporate the Bible in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, do that. <laughs> you can make any type of advent. Yeah. Which leads me to the next part. Like, actually, like, read about the life of Jesus and talk about the real meaning of Christmas. Because it's not about Santa and gifts. Oh, well, depends on who you ask. The real... <laughs> I don't need to ask anybody. I'm just saying, I bet a lot of people don't care about that part of it. But they should. (laughs) Jesus is the reason for the season. Oh, okay. Cliche. But it's kind of true. And not kind of. It is. Yeah. I mean, what? why do we give gifts at Christmas? Because God gave us the greatest gift of all time. And teach your children that... um, Nathan and my father-in-law talk every holiday season. They're like, read the book of Luke. Every day, just start reading one the, ne- the next chapter, and then you'll get through Jesus' life. One chapter per day? Isn't that what you did? Sure. You don't remember? Nope. I could have swore. I don't think so. I know the, the story that I always read during the Christmas day is from Luke chapter 2. I know, but I'm pretty sure your dad has always said, like, Start reading the book of Luke at the beginning of January. By the time Christmas comes, you'll have read his entire life. The book of Luke in January? December. <laughs> December. Oh, yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're on the same page now. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I've, my reading calendar, my Bible reading calendar is way different than that, so I can't talk specifically No, I don't think that. it's like the Bible reading calendar. I think it's just read the book of Luke in, oh, the, in, I get in December. I understand what you're saying. Now, sh- now <laughs> I understand what you're saying. <laughs> and we kind of already touched on it before, but say no to too many gatherings. Like, if you oh, have yeah, so... T- this like, is a tough one. We, again, you guys, are abnormal. We see... Yeah, we hate people. We see my immediate family, and then we see... It goes every other year. So we either see Nathan's family collectively, or we just see his parents. So we don't have <laughs> a lot of gatherings, but... Oh, boy. We're not opposed to gathering, just don't have so many. Yeah, I, we know some people in our friend group. Well, even my sisters. Right. They they have like six so or seven, seven, six to seven to ten different Christmases they have to do in a weekend. Like, that's nuts. Yeah. No wonder you're burnt out and you're like, I hate this season. I would hate it, too. It'd be exhausting. We're going to go to my aunt's house for 15 minutes, say hi to everybody, open up a bunch of presents, then go over to my grandma on my, you know, 
stepdad's side or whatever and say open up a of presents and be done there in 35 minutes and then moved on to, like oh my goodness this sounds like a nightmare yeah and if that's your life we are really sorry because that does not sound like fun yeah i know and how do you how do you balance that you want to see these people for the holidays but you have so many places booked that are you really spending any real time with that person is a is a glance in 30 minutes like hey we're here okay bye like is that worth it I don't know. Yeah. So maybe that's something you each have to figure out on your own because we obviously can't tell you what to do. We are not going to be. Or how many people you can or can't see. But ultimately, even if it will upset some people, you have to do what's also best for you Mm. and your family. Like if you have a lot of little kids, they're not going to have. I mean, who wants to buckle and unbuckle kids that many times with winter coats? Yeah, and maybe maybe you guys do like it. Maybe there's you're like you know this is great. We get to see everybody. Our kids get fifty gifts every year. Uh, I mean that's that that's good if you guys like it. But if you're feeling stressed because of it, man, maybe maybe a change needs to happen. Yeah, but we're not going to tell you to do that. If you want to have you. a more simplified, purposeful Christmas, you need to you have to make cuts somewhere. Yeah, or at least restructure it somehow. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, restructure it. Like, if you are seeing the same people at three different houses, be like, can one family host this one gathering where we're all there instead of jumping to three different houses? Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, I just saw you at so and so's house. Like, which was really nice. Like, as a kid, like, we always went to my aunt's house and everybody was there. Like, you had one spot that everybody showed up to. And we kind of, for my family, do that. It's usually. Usually my house, our house. Sometimes it's been other places. But yeah, you go to the one person's house. This is the time. Show up. And it's a lot easier. So, having a more purposeful Christmas. If you really want that old time Christmas, even though we're telling you, say no to too many gatherings, you still want to gather with family and friends. You just have to find that balance. Mm. And restructure, like, who do we want to see? And what is the easiest way to gather everybody together? And maybe, because my mom has done this before, maybe you need to get together a couple of weeks before or a couple of weeks after Christmas to just relieve stress. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I remember the year that Daniel was born. I don't remember why, but we had Christmas in January. Yeah, why did we? I don't remember. I, I'm sure it had something to do because we don't have other Christmases, that my sisters had just too much going on or something. My mom's like, you know what? Let's just do it here. <laughs> That's very possible. Actually, I think that happened twice. That happened twice. Because I remember Daniel was a baby. Not that this matters to you guys. Yeah, we're just going to talk it out here. <laughs> but then, again, uh, was Emma? Emma? Yeah, Emma was born. <laughs> I don't know. Not that this matters to any of you. I saw a reel, you guys, that literally was making fun of what I just did. None of that was important. But I had to figure it out in my head. Mm. The whole time frame for women. Time well spent. You know what we need? We need a sound effect for whenever we... Talk about balance. What's what? Is there a like a like a gong? A gong. A bear horn. Or like a, I don't know. Because when I think of like balancing, I think of like those uh, those old scales. You know those. Yeah, like a like a money scale. Yeah, like they had the chains. Yeah, but what kind of sound effect is that? I have no idea. Chains. Chains. Chain sound effect. Listeners, let us know what sound you want us to make when we say balance. Let's hear that. Cow noise. Oh, don't say cow noise, people. Say something cool. A cowbell. No, I said something cool. You don't like cowbells? That's fine. Whatever. (laughs) 
um, maybe you need to recreate things that were important to you all those years ago. So like I just listed up a bunch of memories I had as a child. Like if there are those things where like in childhood you're like when you think about Christmas you think about those things, involve that into your daily or your, your what am I trying to say? Your Christmas now. Bring it from the past to the present. Oh, yeah. It's, Christmas time is such a fun time uh, in many different ways, but the idea of the old world, like old remembering Christmas. the Christmas of yore. You know the song, Have Yourself a Merry Christmas, and they talk about Christmas of yore. Yeah, there's power in that, I think. Yeah, I think we really, if we really want to enjoy this season, we just need to go back in time. Yeah. And bring that to the... Pr- we need to do that in a lot of things. Bring but with Christmas, we need to bring back just like, yeah, the the importance of Christmas, which was gathering with family. Right. Why is a Christmas carol so popular? Because it has that old feel to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it talks about... I love it. More of like the... Obviously not the Jesus part. But love like, it. But the, the real meaning of Christmas. Yeah. Like being loving and kind to one another. Sacrificially. Yeah. Kind of like you just did. Boom. Turn it around. Yeah, like Christmas isn't about us and it, it shouldn't be about the gifts that we get, but like the time that we spend with family. Like for, for me, maybe again, I'm abnormal. So this is abnormal. You're anormal. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> Shut it. Um, I love the Christmas season. But yes, you do. I... Almost at the same time, dread Christmas Day. Because once Christmas Day comes, it's over. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Because I don't want it to end. It's supposed to build up to this wonderful crescendo on the day. I know, but I, the whole season of like gathering, slowing down, making the memories, doing mm. the traditions. And yeah, gathering with friends and family. Like I do love it. I'm not saying I don't hate I hate it. I love the gathering on Christmas Tell Day. Tell us what you really think. I just don't want it to end. All right, whatever. It makes sense, I guess, but still at the same time, can't have Christmas every day. No, but this I like the season of it. That's fine. And maybe it's just like, we don't obviously don't want to take away from Christmas, but maybe there's like those things of like getting together with people that you love and slowing down. We just need to sprinkle in the rest of the year. Sure, that makes sense. And then the Christmas tree just once a year. Two months Correct. for us. Correct. <laughs> And I think a huge key in being more purposeful, which we kind of already kind of talked about a little bit, but, like, being intentional with your time and your money. Like, yep. prioritize what is important. What do I need to spend money on? What do I not need to spend money on? Because you, you, no one wants to be in debt for Christmas. No. I mean, or no one wants to be in debt Christmas. in general. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, we shouldn't have to go into, like, this crazy amount of debt because we feel the need or the pressure to get people all of these gifts. Right. Like, simplify it. Like, I know so many people who do, like, either, like, the three present rule for their kids. Like, you each get, like, three presents. Or there's the, you get something they need, something they want, something to read, something to wear. And there's one more that I can't remember. Wow. Sounds complicated. It's, like, five little five things and you get like one thing per each of those categories okay yeah not do it if that's your tradition yeah. you can go ahead no i'm just i'm just giving examples okay. or ideas gotcha to be more mindful of your money instead of being like child what do you want for christmas and then give yeah. you a list of what's like your, 10 to 20 things what's you're like, your okay, christmas I get all of this. list and they give you a bunch and you're like well gotta get every single thing 
And people probably do. Yeah. If I want my kid to believe that Santa's real, I got to get all of these things. Yeah. And I feel like, because like I remember things growing up where like I remember I really wanted X, Y, Z for Christmas, like different years. And like make it like that's the thing you get your kid, the thing they really want. Because once they get that thing, they're not going to care about everything else. So you don't need to get them so much, so many things that when they finally get the thing that they really want, they don't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's other things that they'll still like and enjoy and stuff, but like weigh out the priority. Makes sense. I mean, even for your spouse, I know Nathan and I don't really buy each other a lot of gifts on Christmas. And I know other couples don't because like we can give each other stuff whenever, but like if we generally get each other stuff, it's like, what do you guys want to get dad for Christmas? Where do you want to get mom for Christmas? You know, you do it more collectively than, I don't know, romantically. I don't know. Maybe you guys give each other gifts for Christmas, and we're just abnormal. Yeah, we don't love each other enough to give each other gifts. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But there's just like, there's for being like, as we're adults, like if there's something that we kind of want or need, we just kind of, we just kind of get it because we're in charge of the pocketbook. Right. So it's not like here's all my Christmas lists of all the things I really really want. She's already getting to the old timey spirit. She's had pocketbook. Who says that anymore? I'm abnormal. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so, yeah, prioritize the important things this holiday season, which really should be other than remembering that Jesus is the reason for the season. Like, prioritize your family and your friends and, like, spending time with them, giving gifts that are, like, actually meaningful that come from the heart versus just crossing off the list. Oh, I bought for Uncle Bob. I bought for Aunt Sally. <laughs> really buy people. Presents. I bought for Cousin Jermaine. <laughs> I just wanted to say a name because you said two. Mine were more normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry for all you Jermaines out there. My wife doesn't think your name's very normal. I've heard it. It's, that's a last name, Guy Germain. Yeah, in the Mighty Ducks. Okay, well, I don't know anyone named Jermaine. I'm sure there's a few out there. Well, okay. Cousin Jerry. Yeah, cousin Germ. Germain. You know, to make things a little more purposeful, you know what really brings people together? Food. Yes, that's exactly what I was saying. Because we talked about it before. Make baking a big part of your time. Yeah, I love baking. I know, and it's, what's, man, I can't even, what brings back memories more than smells? Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that scientifically? Yes, yes, it's scientific. Okay, so smells. Uh, what makes the most amount of smell in your house? Uh, Bacon. Poisonous candles, probably. Um, or a real treat. Or baking. Not bacon. Well, bacon does smell. For me. Bacon really smells up your house. Baking will also smell up your house in a good way. Yeah, make gingerbread cookies. Oh, my goodness, make please. sugar do. cookies. We also like to... It's pies. Not, yeah, pies. It's not baking, per se, but we love the the almond bark pretzels, like dipping the pretzels yeah. in almond bark. Mm-hmm. Those are great little snacks. Yeah, there's so many things that you could bake. Yeah, just look, just just get on your phone or your computer and be like, what are some good like desserty pastries? Pinterest, or, Christmas yeah, cookies. Christmas desserts, and you'll be flooded with many different things. Just start making them. Yeah, molasses cookies. I love molasses. They're good. 
after it's baked. I don't like it by itself. Yeah, so uh, that's a good way to start with purposeful Christmassy. Because you really have to stuff. slow down. Yeah, you have to. You got to do it. Don't go out and buy already made cupcakes from Walmart. Nope. <laughs> that are filled with red dye. Right, or any. Ugh. Yeah, gross. Uh, start making stuff yourself. If you've never done it before, involved. you're going to fail, and that's fine. But at least you'll learn, and you'll make some sort of memory out of it. Yeah, I mean, my family has tried to make gingerbread houses on a few different occasions. They're so hard to make. And we fail every time, but we all laugh and have fun doing it. So even if all of your cookies, your gingerbread men, your sugar cookies, you know, your spritz cookies... They just don't taste good. You added salt instead of sugar. They didn't rise. You know, whatever. It was a memory. And right. and then, you know, years from now, everyone will be like, Mom, remember that one year when we tried to make sugar cookies? <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be something that stick with you. Yeah. Failings in your family are usually what stick with you. And it's most of the time funny after a few years. Yeah. Like, learn... Don't be so serious that it upsets you. Like, learn to just go with it. Just go with it. Yep. We goofed up. We forgot an ingredient. Or we added too much of something else. Yes. You know what else? I got one more thing. Okay. This isn't on the list, so this is out of the blue. I could be saying anything right now. (gasps) Do you remember the movie The Christmas Story? Yes. Or is it A Christmas Story? A Christmas Story. Yeah. Yeah. You'll shoot your eye out, that one? Yeah. Okay. There was a scene in that one where um, the dad is sitting on the couch, and he's looking out the window with the Christmas. It's at night, and it's snowing. And he's just sitting there in silence. He's snowing, and the light Christmas lights are on, and then the mom comes over and sits with them, and they just kind of watch the snow fall in the silence. Or there might be some light Christmas music going on. And uh, that scene always made me feel like... Man, that that piece is kind of what I'm looking for during the Christmas season. And you can't help the hustle and bustle of a lot of things. Like you go to a store, people are going to be going crazy. There's going to be probably someone in your family that's like, ah, Christmas stresses me out. I hate this time of year. And you know, that's how it is. Find some time to be quiet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, just kind of, I thought you were going to say something. Uh, I don't I, Well, I mean, I can because I'm thinking about like, like, we should have the type of joy and enthusiasm Clark and Griswold has <laughs> just without the amount of fiasco that occurs. Well, I mean, you know, it is a comedy. It's, it is a comedy. Okay, so you got to have some crazy things happen. But no, find some time to be quiet. Maybe pray. Mm-hmm. You know, try to get your heart ready for, you know, this time that we celebrate for that Christ came um, to this earth as a little baby human, you know, and uh, I've been doing, I don't know if you've known this, Kim, but I've been doing this for a few years now where I just have the Christmas tree lights on, sit at night with all the other lights off, and I listen to like melodic Christmas music. Then why don't you you buy me a record player so we can just have a record player? You love... The fast stuff, I like the slow stuff. Who says I like the fast? Music-wise. Oh, no, I like both. It just depends on the individual song. Okay, fine. I gave you the hypothetical if you had to choose one for the rest of your life. You chose the fast and I chose the slow. Okay. Anyway, so I like more of the traditional hymn-type Christmas music. And, yeah, it's it's really nice to just kind of 
relax it, relax, be at peace, listen to music if you need to, but just Christmas lights. And if it's snowing outside, that's even better because you can appreciate God's beauty. And the fact that snow is the representation of your sins being washed away. I the wish, end. I wish, <laughs> I wish it would snow more where we are for Christmas. But it's, it's we have snow on the ground right we now. We do, but will it last? It will. It's freezing out here. But it's supposed to get to the forties. Oh, fine. Want well, to just ruin my night? Sorry. I just really. I always love. I remember one year. I don't remember which year it was, but it actually did snow on Christmas, and it was really exciting. Hmm. I do remember that too. Yeah. I don't remember when. I remember yeah. when it snowed on Halloween, and that was awful. <laughs> but snow for Christmas is wonderful. <laughs> I want a white Christmas. I think everybody does. Even oh. people in Florida want that. <laughs> but they can't have it. Are you That's sure? for us up here. Your grandpa says that people only move to Florida for one thing, and it's to get away it's from. It's a way to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did he say? Flo- no one comes to Florida to get something. They always come to Florida to escape something. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so funny. So... His grandpa hates Florida until it's winter up here. Right. What was he running away from? Snow. It was probably snow. And that's what your dad's trying to run away from, too. But yep. your mom's like, grandkids. Hmm. So who's going to win? Trouble, trouble of the grandparents. I, you know, we're going to get there someday. We'll see. Maybe all of our kids will just stay here. That's true. Or Christ you know, could come back. You like the cold. I do. So we won't have Well, to. okay. I like the snow. I don't necessarily like the cold. Yeah, but we don't. We'll get snow in Florida. I know. That's a, I, so see, we'll just be here forever. I'm fine with that for now. I might change my mind when I'm 60. Maybe. Maybe. I guess, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll find, find out. out. 26 years. You're getting old. You're halfway there. You're yeah. over halfway there. Yep. All right. Let's end this with one, two questions. Oh, okay. Number one. Favorite Christmas movie. Oh, easy. Muppet Christmas Carol. And favorite Christmas song? Oh, well, you gotta answer your movie first. My favorite Christmas movie is Miracle on 34th Street. The original or the remake? The remake in the 90s. I've actually never seen the original, but I also, it's more of a holiday movie, which is Holiday Inn. That would be my other favorite. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we need to watch that. Yeah, we didn't watch that. That was a tradition. That we always watch that on Thanksgiving night. That's a Thanksgiving night tradition. Put up our Christmas tree, but my family didn't stick around to watch it. Yeah, we were busy that day. And my tree was already up. Your what was up? My tree. Oh, my yeah. tree was already up. <laughs> but I like Holiday Inn and um, Miracle on 34th Street. Ooh, I'd have to really think about my second favorite for movies, but yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol, number one, because it's amazing. Michael, it was good. Michael Caine, great. Our kids really like Scrooge. it too. Uh, favorite song? Oh, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Now, secular. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't dread them, but I definitely don't choose them. I'll think about it. You answer yours. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Okay. Okay. Uh, probably have yourself a merry little Christmas. I like that one. I like that one too. I like, yeah, again, melodic, melodic, slower paced, those songs. Yeah, and I prefer, other than Randy Travis, I prefer <laughs> the um, the classic versions of all the songs. Like, there's probably so many remakes. Oh, of course. Everybody has to have a Christmas album. And no one can actually come out with a classic song yeah. for themselves. 
so give me all of, you know, the classic Dean Martin, Bing Crosby, you know, all those. Ah, good old Bing. I'm on a first name basis with him. Why didn't you hook me up? Yeah, I should. In what way? I wouldn't mind having a a relationship with him. (laughs) You're saying this to your husband? I'm not talking about a romantic relationship. Well. A friendship. (laughs) A friendship? (laughs) Like, if you could have, like, if you could dance with Fred Astaire while Bing Crosby, like, serenades you, that'd be like a wonderful holiday night. Well, I can't watch that. My jealousy will be through the roof. (laughs) Because I can't dance or sing. If you could sing instead of dance. Good one. What's the next line? I don't know. I know what it's from. I don't know the song. I take you home with me now. Oh, wow. I would not have guessed that. (laughs) Guys, you should watch Holiday Inn. It's a good movie. I like it too. All right. So because we have to have a challenge. Oh. We should give you guys a challenge. You want to just chat about things? I mean, we can, but I feel like we've chatted a lot. Okay, fine. Maybe they're tired of us talking. You know, they might. But if they made it this long, they probably don't care. Yeah. What else do you guys want us to talk about? Yeah, let's talk about things. We're live on the air now. <laughs> Call in. It's only, <laughs> you know, 930 at night and you don't know our number. <laughs> I mean, there, there might be some people that know our number. Call it. All right. So your challenge. What is something that you need to say no to this holiday season? And what is something you need to add into your holiday season? Mm. So what do you need to take away and what do you need to add in? Yeah, think about it. And don't be mean like I'm taking out my mother-in-law because I don't like her. (laughs) That's not what we're trying to say. Yeah. Unless she's really toxic and... You really need to. Yeah. (laughs) And then apologies. There you go. But yeah, what do you need to take away and what do you need to add in to make your Christmas a little bit more purposeful, less stressful, a little more old-timey? You know, all the ones in your memory. Mm-hmm. And next week is going to be teaching kids how to give and receive. Because I think that's a big thing that a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. I mean. And we're not saying we're perfect at this. But we're no, just going to. We are just going to teach or talk to you guys about things that we try to implement and teach our kids. And there are good days and there are bad days. But maybe you can gain something. But if you do have kids and you're like, yes, please help me, like, figure out how to email us, message us on social media, and, like, ask questions and we'll try to answer them, you know, like, the best we can if we don't think of them ourselves. So, hopefully, this was an enjoyable podcast for you. Yeah, hopefully. And next week, we'll talk about our kids. We'll see you then.